Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1160, air date January 4th, 2022. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Adure. It's a little bit after 9 p.m. East Coast time, and I want to welcome everyone. Um, as we're gathering, what I want to talk about today, as a title of the talk says, uh, is Elon Musk is concealing the government portal until Elizabeth Warren legalizes it. Um, there's been a considerable amount of discourse and uh, of people getting very, very excited that, you know, um, Twitter's potentially going to be more freer and et cetera with Elon Musk's purchase. And as many of you know, over the last month, I've been extremely um, uh, focused on sharing with all of you the importance of letting everyone know that this back-end portal, government portal to Twitter exists. There, there's literally a portal where government can communicate um, through uh, um, with Twitter um, to silence people. And this is not only Twitter, but this is all social media companies. So it has been uh, sort of my educational goal to make this a central point of where people really need to be focusing on. And what's unfortunate is that in the midst of all of this Twitter files, that the entire backroom portal, the government portal, is being not even discussed. And I want all of you to recognize that should be the central focus of dis uh, discussion. In fact, the Twitter files is really a distraction to conceal the discussion about the government portal that I first exposed in our historic 2020 lawsuit, which those in power worked actively to conceal and still conceal. And what I'm going to walk you th today through a very logical uh, discourse to hopefully inspire all of you that the single thing that we should all be discussing is that here are these big tech companies, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. Here's government and government has established backdoor portal to silence speech silently. That's what we want to talk about. And unless we have a discussion of this portal, which we discovered and first exposed in 2020 in our historic lawsuit, all of this stuff is frankly bullshit. And it's all basically falling into, as I share in this title, a complete concealment. So the title again is Elon Musk is concealing the government portal until Elizabeth Warren legalizes it. So before this talk is over, you're going to really understand um, why I'm saying that and the facts surrounding that. All right. I would like all of you to take a little step back and consider the following. You know, the concept of the First Amendment is quite extraordinary in the arc of human history. And if you read what the First Amendment says, it all has to do with Congress. Congress, among the various things relative to free speech, says Congress shall not pass any laws, right? to abridge the freedom of speech, the freedom of press, et cetera. 
So Congress is not supposed to pass any laws to bridge the freedom of press and the freedom of speech. That's what this is fundamentally about. However, when the First Amendment came into being a huge, huge event for all of humanity, the elites, those in power, did not like that entire concept. And when I mean the elites, we're talking about a set of people, the thought of everyday people like you or I having this inalienable right to be able to speak, to have freedom of press, etc., was foreign to them because they only thought they had a connection to God and no one else should even have that authority. So the time, so the instant that the First Amendment came into being, this perturbed many, many elites. And since that time, and during 1776, 1787, from that period to today, the powers that be who are a swarm, they're not just any one individual, but a swarm of elites never liked, you know, the people in America getting this right. And, and that right would mean Congress will pass no laws to bridge the freedom of speech. And what I'm here to share with you is Congress has completely destroyed the First Amendment because they have done an end run in the modern world of the Internet and technology where you can have so much immense concentration of information and control that they have literally violated the First Amendment by doing an end run by creating these back end portals. The government has illegally created back end portals to social media companies to silence speech silently. That's what they've done. And our lawsuit discovered that in 2020. And that was unexpected for those in power. They did not expect our lawsuit to discover this back-end portal. So the elites freaked out, all the grifters on mainstream media, and they've worked very, very hard to conceal our lawsuit. And you're seeing that in the Twitter files. Even when Elon Musk was asked point blank by Clayton Morris on December 3rd, hey, what about Dr. Shiva's lawsuit that exposed the backend portal? What are you going to do about it? He said, ooh, that sounds like Big Brother. Let me dig into it. Well, over a month has passed now, and it doesn't take a, that time to dig into. And the reality is Elon Musk is concealing the government portal. Elon Musk is concealing the government portal. Elon Musk is concealing the government portal. And guess what? He will not remove the government portal because he is a slave to government. And we all need to wake up to the reality of the fact that those in power and their grifters always are about making us get lost in the hype. So let's go down to the reality of this, right? You have those people in power who never wanted us to give the First Amendment. When I say us, the American citizens. And by the way, the First Amendment was a heroic victory for all people because it meant that a group of humanity had this right to speak freely. And it was really a win for all humanity. And ever since that took place, those in power wanted to take it away. Why? Because it said that these rights are alienable, inalienable, and you as an individual could pursue your connection with your creator, whatever way that you envision that creator to pursue your dreams and you would do it in a local decentralized way. Government, Congress would pass no laws to bridge freedom of speech. So that's what this was about. And 
ever since that point, those in power wanted to take away the First Amendment. It was too dangerous for them. And you can see this throughout history. Well, when the internet took place, the internet, when the web particularly came in 1993 and it became a vehicle for all people to make it, or essentially made it a consumer application, many, many applications came. And the internet was supposed to be a world where we would all build our own homesteads or our websites and we would publish our own things and we had free speech. But then you had consolidation take place. The Amazons, internet service providers, major telcos, the Googles, the Facebook, uh, the Microsofts. And these interactive service providers said, oh, you don't need to build your own little website and control it on your own little server. We'll do it for you. Why don't you just put, put up a Facebook page? Why don't you just put up, uh, do Twitter posts? And all of those interactive services were consolidated. Okay. Now, in order to understand this, we need to recognize that the law was quite fascinating on this. In around the early 90s, there was an internet or interactive service provider known as Prodigy and another one knows, known as CompuServe. And the Section 230 law that came into being around the mid-90s, late 90s, 1997, uh, came out of the Communication Decency Act. So let me give you a little bit of background. Um, this company, CompuServe, was, you know, they had bulletin boards and they had um, different forums and groups. CompuServe, some of you may know it. And you could go on to this service called CompuServe and you could post on the forums. Well, one day someone wrote something defamatory, okay, against somebody else. And that person sued CompuServe. This is, again, in the early 90s. Um, uh, and the courts ruled in the CompuServe case, hey, you can't sue CompuServe because they don't, they're not controlling that content. Someone else wrote on one of these bulletin boards forms. So that was that case. In another case, a little bit later, Prodigy, which was another computer internet service, they had millions of users, I think 2 million users, and they had also these various bulletin boards and people were you know, posting stuff there. And someone also said something defamatory, but Prodigy would go in and sometimes edit that content. In that case, in an alternative court ruling, the courts argued that you can sue Prodigy because they were editing the content. All right, so this was occurring. In the midst of this, um, uh, a, sen uh, a Democrat senator in Nebraska was passing a law called the Communications Decency Act because he said, oh, my God, we can't have kids seeing indecent stuff on the Internet and pornography. And these companies should, you know, uh, be reprimanded. That should be made illegal. And that got passed by Congress, the Communications Decency Act. While that act was being passed, an amendment got put in, which, uh, which was called Section 230. Again, this is in, again, 95, 96, 97, in that period. And Section 230 was passed, uh, put in there as an amendment to the Communications Decency Act, which said, hey, look, we have this situation with Prodigy and CompuServe, but we want to have a vibrant internet. It would be ridiculous if we just started suing all these providers, these interactive service providers. So it did a carve out, which gave immunity to these platforms. And that immunity basically said that platforms 
um, which are providing sort of this umbrella where people can post and run these forums. Um, they should not be sued, provided, this is very important, that they provide a terms of service where they will police the content, okay, that's being posted. They're not going to edit it, but they'll have terms of service. So government, Congress basically said, okay, there's people called publishers like the New York Times. They can be sued. But these internet service or these interactive service providers like Twitter, like the emerging uh, Facebook and all these guys, they can't be sued as long as they have a terms of service to police their content, right? So you can have a vibrant environment people can post. So you, you quote unquote, support free speech. Now think about what happened. Congress said, you as a big tech company, you will have some terms of service of, so you can regulate who you keep on, who, who doesn't comply. All right, so that was the first step. So that occurred. Government was not supposed to tell those social media companies what to do, but they already were putting in the framework because they said you have to have a terms of service. So if Twitter knocks somebody off, Twitter can, government can say, hey, we didn't do it. Twitter did it. All right. Now, but government always wanted to have, Congress always wanted to have more power over these social media companies. And that's been going on if you really study this. So a lot of the stuff that's coming out of Twitter files, frankly, is nothing new. Those of us who know about this for years know that Congress is always trying to get their claws into these big tech companies to tell them to police more and more content. You can see like in 2017 and 18, you know, a lot of these social media heads were drawn up to Congress. And obviously the left wants total censorship and the right would act like they didn't want censorship, but they still wanted to make sure that government could have their claws into these social media companies. All right, fast forward to my election in 2020. I'm running for U.S. Senate federal office as a U.S. Senate candidate. In the middle of that election, I criticized the government in my own election for deleting ballot images. And the government, we find out, has me deplatformed. First lawsuit of its kind ever, and we exposed the backdoor portal to Twitter. This wasn't supposed to occur. What we discovered in my lawsuit, and I had to represent myself in federal court, we discovered that when they threw me off, I went into court, I had to represent myself, me and the judge cross-examined the social media director of the Secretary of State's office, who apparently contacted Twitter to throw me off while I was running for U.S. Senate. Historic. And by the way, none of the grifters covered it. Tucker Carlson, Glenn Greenwald, the ACLU, who claim they care about the First Amendment, no one covered it. They don't want to cover it because they're part of the larger grifter, you know, network. But what happened was in the cross-examination, and you can see the other videos I've done, we discovered that the government had seen me criticize the government. They used a special Twitter partner support portal, which we discovered in the October 30th, 2020 hearings. It's all in transcript. And in those hearings, we discovered that the social media director of the government had contacted the Secretary of State through this VIP portal, Twitter, to tell them to take me out. And after they took me out, they said they felt, quote unquote, relieved. It's all in courtroom testimony. Well, I get back put on Twitter on November 4th, 
remember I'm right in the middle of the election after the election's over 36 days. I didn't have access to Twitter. And then after November 4th, I'm tweeting away. And then on February 1st, this time I share the fact that we discovered the government has this portal and boom, I'm deplatformed for good. And I was only put back on around December you know, 20th of this year. For nearly over two years, I've been off Twitter, which is my platform and the amount of damage that's done to me, not only my businesses, but to my uh, ability to communicate with people has been quite uh, uh, devastating to say the least. But what we, in on February 1st, when I shared this portal, I was thrown off again. We went back into federal court on February 4th. And in that point, the judge had Twitter come in, three lawyers from Twitter, the government of Massachusetts, plus the National Association of State Election Directors. And what we discovered, and that was on May uh, 25th, uh, 22nd, the, the, the hearing was set. The night of that hearing, I discovered playbooks that the government, and I discovered them on a server in England initially, and then at the Harvard Belfer School, that the government of the United States and the defendants in my lawsuit, Twitter Legal and others, had put together at the Harvard Belfer School a series of playbooks. Now, these playbooks are manuals that describe in detail how the government will blacklist a U.S. citizen if they don't like what they're saying about all different topics, and then how they will take them out and how they will con continue to blacklist them. And this was confirmed in a long fuse report written in June of 2020. And by the way, those playbooks were written in 2018. And so here we had discovered the portal in September of 2020, October of 2020. Then we had discovered these playbooks in May of 20, 2021. And then the long fuse report confirmed that I was one of six people who were blacklisted by the government for criticizing the government in my case. And that resulted in me discovering in gross detail what I call the government censorship portal, which has been up for nearly two years on the site winbackfreedom.com. And you guys can go right here and you can see it. And this site has that entire entire government censorship portal. So you can go to winbackfreedom.com. We've had this up. And this censorship portal discusses in gross detail all the players, the Fox News uh, owners, Pierre Omidyar, all the government officials on left and right who had created this portal where here I am that they could launder censorship through this portal. And you can go to winbackfreedom.com and you can look at this. So all of this was presented in courtroom testimony. Let me also remind everyone that all of this was conveyed to all the people today who are saying, oh my God, I can't believe this Twitter files. They all knew about this portal back in 2020. All right. So we discovered the backroom portal. We discovered the playbooks and we discovered this entire censorship network diagram of all the people involved, not only DHS, not only uh, FBI, but Harvard, uh, people at MIT, in academia, okay? Uh, uh, AP, funders, billionaires, all of them have, were involved in creating and funding this backroom portal to silence speech silently, to launder censorship. And none of these grifters said anything. I didn't see Elon Musk talking concerned about this in 2020. None of them. So 
However, our movement, Truth, Freedom, and Health, starting in 2020, till to this day, we kept talking about this. We did video after video after video. Nearly over 200 million people heard about this. The only people who wanted to conceal it were the Tucker Carlson's, were the Glenn Greenwalls, were all the grifters, Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro, all these people. Because these people are actually anti-American. They do not care for the First Amendment. What you'll also find out is Congress doesn't also like the First Amendment. The Congress of the United States has destroyed the First Amendment, and they know it. Left and right have participated in destroying the First Amendment. They created that portal. They created that portal. Right. Someone says, why is no one talking about this case? Precisely. So no one wants to talk about this case because it is the case of the century, which shows that the Congress of the United States knew, knows by the First Amendment they shall pass no laws to abridge, abridge the freedom of speech. However, they have, with the consolidation of power that came from the Internet, they said, wow, we could, we could now silence people and no one would know about it. You see, if I was criticizing the government before, in a, in, like, like, like I did in September of 2020, if they didn't have this portal, they would have had to go get a court order. It would have been public that I was criticizing the government and why they needed to shut me down. But with this portal, the government of Massachusetts used that portal to take out a U.S. Senate candidate. This portal exists and it still exists. And Elon Musk is concealing it. Elon Musk is concealing this portal. Everything you're seeing with Twitter files is a freaking distraction to not address this portal. So please don't get lost in the hype. As many of you know, I've always called this stuff two to three years ahead. It was our movement, the work I did that called out the pandemic in January of 2020. It was our movement that called the election systems failures in September of 2020. It was our movement that called all the issues with big tech censorship in October of 2020. And had those messages been amplified, we would not have the damage. The grifters, be it on the pandemic, be it on the election stuff, all came a year, year and a half later because they're part of the intelligence network to manipulate you into thinking they're your heroes. But the bottom line is this portal exists and it continues to exist and Congress got this. How did they get this? Well, these social media companies get that Section 230 immunity. So they have to do this terms of service. And now government got that portal because in order for these social media companies to maintain that Section 230 immunity, which ensures they don't get sued, they have to do government's bidding. And what occurred at the Belfer School at Harvard and all these government uh, private billionaires involved, who, by the way, hate the First Amendment. Let me repeat, these people do not want to give you your inalienable rights. Congress doesn't serve you and me. They serve other people from all other countries. Many foreign agents are our Congress people, lobbyists. They serve China. They serve Saudi Arabia. They do not like the First Amendment. So the First Amendment is gone because they have a portal that government can silence speech silently. Section 230 immunity affords Facebook, Google, and all these companies their multi-billion dollar valuations. New York Times, the publisher, doesn't get the same valuation as Facebook, Google, and Twitter do. Twitter makes $5 billion in revenue. They're valued at $50 billion. 
The New York Times, a publisher makes $5 billion in revenue. They're only valued at maybe, let's say, $10 billion because they get a 10x multiple on revenue. Because the people who own these companies are the Silicon Valley mobsters. And they are like this with Congress and all sorts of globalists that we don't even know who they are. They don't want the First Amendment. That's the first thing you got to get clear. They do not want the First Amendment. But our lawsuit exposed this portal, and that's why they had to conceal it. So this backdoor portal exists, this backdoor portal exists, this backdoor portal exists, and I'm going to say it until the backdoor portal is destroyed, and so should you. So what occurs? We've been talking about this backdoor portal. I've been deplatformed. We've been educating people about this exists for the last two and a half years. Well, on October 28th, Elon Musk decides to buy Twitter. And on October 29th, you can go see winbackfreedom.com. I did a post which started going viral. I said, Elon, if you truly care about free speech, you better remove that backend portal, backdoor portal to government, and go read our lawsuit. On the 30th, The Intercept, a quote-unquote investigative journalist organization, drops what they call DHS leaks written by two idiots, one of them being Fang and the other being Klippenstein. Oh, my God, we discovered this portal. But it was done to hide. They didn't talk about the portal. They said DHS leaks. Okay? So they gave what's called a limited hangout, a little piece of the bigger iceberg we discovered to appease people so everyone would not find that Shiva's, again, once again, talking about the portal. And then the Twitter file stuff occurs because they know we're still talking about the portal. And the Twitter files is, again, a distraction. There's a big elephant in the room, like the fact that the portal still exists between government and Twitter, government and Facebook, government and YouTube, all these companies. And Elon Musk ain't talking about it. Neither is Matt Taibbi, neither is Barry Weiss, none of it. They purposely ignore our lawsuit. They conceal our lawsuit. Why? Why does Elon Musk conceal our lawsuit? Because Elon Musk's money is directly related to government. He can't go against government because he'll lose the valuation of Twitter. Because if they lose Section 230 immunity, where government ends and where Elon Musk begins, nobody knows. SpaceX is like this with government, $6 billion in government subsidies. Twitter is like this with government. How do you think they got profitability through carbon tax credits? But Elon Musk will not say a peep to expose the government censorship portal, which still exists at Twitter. He'll do all this other stuff, tweet out pictures of him with the matrix, as though he's Batman, all this stuff, but he's concealing the government portal. It's a big distraction, everyone. I hope everyone's getting this. This is a distraction. So first they concealed our lawsuit, didn't want to talk about it. Then they gave a little piece of our lawsuit, plagiarized, that's what The Intercept did. And now they're completely distracting you with Twitter files. They're just showing, oh yeah, this is happening. Oh yeah, the government does this. But they're not talking about the fact that the backdoor portal still exists for government. They don't want to talk about it because... If Elon Musk talked about it and said he was going to take it, he's going to lose his economic situation. And let me tell you where all this is headed. Elon Musk keeps saying, you know, I won't do anything against the law, nor will I do anything beyond the law. Well, that government portal is beyond the law. But yet Elon Musk is not doing anything. Why? Because he's waiting for a law 
to legalize that illegal activity. And why do I say this? Well, in during the Bush, Bush administration, the government did warrantless, without warrants, you're supposed to get a warrant, they used to wiretap U.S. citizens using telecommunications companies like AT&T and Verizon. So this has occurred. The government would tell these telecommunications companies, your cell phone companies, to um, wiretap people, to listen in on people, warrantless wiretapping. Well, that 10 years later, people found out there was a major lawsuit. Government is not, that's violating people's, you know, First and Fourth Amendment. Guess what they did? Congress, to protect their friends in these big telco companies, no different than Silicon Valley, passed a law retroactively immunizing people. You can go look at it. Congress passed a law retroactively immunizing uh, these illegal activities. Mark my words right now, Elizabeth Warren, the fake Indian, and Lindsey Graham, the warmonger, have decided to come together to start doing licenses for social media companies. Hey, you want to continue having Section 230 immunity, you're going to have to do this for us. And what that this means, means you will have to maintain that backend portal which means they're going to legalize this backend portal. And that is what Elon Musk is waiting for. And let him prove me otherwise. Let Elon Musk prove me otherwise right now by dismantling the backend portal, the government portal to Twitter. He can talk all he wants. He can release all the freaking Twitter files he wants, but the backdoor portal to Twitter exists. And it's still not dismantled. And he has no monetary, in fact, reason to do it because him and government are tied like this. Tesla, Twitter, SpaceX, all owe their existence to government. So Elon Musk and all the grifters around him are concealing this, concealing the backdoor government portal because they have money to lose. Silicon Valley believes in the censorship of speech. The left believes in the censorship of speech. But the so-called right conservatives who claim that they're against the censorship of speech are the ones who concealed our lawsuit. They're actually anti-American hypocrites. They're selfish. Because had they given attention to our lawsuit, people would have said, wow, Dr. Shiva and his team all over the world are fighting truly for the First Amendment because truth, freedom, health, is an independent movement. We're not reliant on the left or the right. We don't care whether we're pro-McCarthy or anti-McCarthy, the stupidity that's going on. We're a bottoms-up movement. And they do not want to give independent movements any visibility or attention. Because that means they're over. They've become irrelevant. That is why they continue to conceal our findings, the exposition we did two years ago. And they're running on, oh my God, this is crazy. You know, we didn't know this portal existed. Oh my, well, yes, they did, because our lawsuit was out there for two years. Dinesh D'Souza knew about it. Tucker Carlson knew about it. Ben Shapiro knew about it. All of these conservative grifters knew about it. But they won't acknowledge it because A, they're selfish. B, they're anti-American. Selfish because they didn't want to give us the attention because they're afraid they'll lose their relevancy. And B, they're anti-American because if they truly cared about the First Amendment, they would have talked about our lawsuit and they still don't. 
Twitter files as a distraction from Elon Musk eliminating the backroom portal. He's concealing the backroom portal because he's scared shitless of government because he's afraid he's going to lose his $40 billion in value for him and his um, investors because that's how they get Section 230 immunity. There you go. So as the title says, let me go back to this title. Please read this title carefully. What does it say? Elon Musk is concealing the government portal until Elizabeth Warren legalizes it. And why is he doing that? Because when Lindsey Graham and Elizabeth Warren pass this legislation that the backdoor portal is legal, then he can say, see, guys, I got to do what the government says. I got to let them violate the First Amendment. But the bottom line is, right now, the First Amendment is gone. So let's remove our rose-colored glasses. Stop thinking Elon Musk is saving you. Stop thinking Twitter files is some gargantuan new revelation. They're just dumping shit on you, but they're not talking about the government portal. And that's what we want to talk about. Why is the government portal still up? Why is the government portal still up? All right? All right, someone says Twitter de depends on globalist money. Yeah, remember, countries like China, countries like Saudi Arabia, countries like the United Kingdom, all these other countries, don't, they don't want the First Amendment. They don't want their citizens having the First Amendment. 4% of the world population today is the First Amendment. These are the American citizens. And out of that 300 million people, there are patriots in the United States, freedom-loving Americans, who are the last vanguards of fighting for the First Amendment. So what they've done is they've created Elon Musk as a hero to sucker all these patriots of thinking he's fighting for them. Meanwhile, the government portal still exists and the First Amendment is gone. So if we removed our rose-colored glasses and we realized the First Amendment is gone, we would lead to recognizing we need to build a bottoms-up movement. And what is that bottoms-up movement? How do you build that bottoms-up movement? Well, the only force that's doing that is a movement for truth, freedom, and health. I'm going to play a video that will inspire you to become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar, and we'll come right back. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have they don't this reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people there's only one movement that can do that and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, 
you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote-unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. So what I just gave you is we have a solution. And the solution is we need to build a bottoms up movement. And that movement dynamics requires you to understand system science. And system science is really the solution because it teaches you how to think beyond left and right. So I encourage all of you to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Tomorrow, we have a very, very important event that all of you are invited to. You just have to RSVP. Um, go to, uh, uh, we have an open house Thursday at 11 
tomorrow at 11 a.m. or at 8 p.m. You can go to vashiva.com slash orientation because the only way out of this is we have to go back to the founding principles. We have to go back to everyday people. Everyday people have to stand up on their own two feet, become their own gurus and their own teachers, not rely on these politicians, neither left or right, because Congress has destroyed the First Amendment. And don't look to Elon Musk. He's like where government ends and where Elon Musk begins, nobody knows. He needs Section 230 immunity. His Silicon Valley guys need Section 230 immunity. And, and they've, they've handed government their, their portal. It has existed, and this is why they do not discuss it. They're concealing the discussion of the portal and our lawsuit, which was the first to expose this, and they still do not want to talk about the government backdoor portal. As long as that exists, there is no First Amendment. So as of now, we do not have the First Amendment in the United States. It's gone. And that's why we made our site be winbackfreedom.com. And you can go there and you can see everything. It's been up there for over two years. But also recognize that these, quote unquote, conservative, anti-American, selfish grifters concealed our lawsuit. They still conceal it now. They do not want to discuss it for two reasons. They're selfish. They don't want to give us any eyeballs, any attention because we're a bottoms up movement. And B, they're actually anti-Americans. And obviously, the quote unquote left never wanted the First Amendment. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Just know that Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham, right now, they're working on legislation to legalize retroactively this back portal because it is absolutely illegal. And Congress has a history of doing this to repeat. They did this during the Bush administration when government was having telecommunication companies do warrantless wiretapping of U.S. citizens. They passed legislation to make it retroactively legal. And that's what Elon Musk is waiting for, because then he can act like he's your hero. Oh, well, I guess I had to do that because that's within the law. So please rely on your neighbors. Let's build a bottoms up movement and get this out there. Start educating people. Okay. And when it comes to Trump, someone said you haven't spoken about Trump. Trump is the one who passed into law CISA, if you look at that diagram and I go into it, CISA's right here, okay? CISA's this organization right here, which is the one that gave rise to all of this censorship infrastructure, all right? Yeah, so Trump is part and parcel of this and, and Republicans and Democrats. The Congress has destroyed the First Amendment. It does not exist. And Elon Musk is not your savior. He is, you know, <laughs> he's a handmaid of government, okay? And he cannot go against them because he's going to lose his billions of dollars. And he's too selfish. He doesn't want to lose his billions. All right. So let's be realistic to understand. Remove those rose colored glasses. Become a Truth, Freedom and Health warrior. Build a movement for Truth, Freedom and Health because we are the ones who pointed this out, are still on the ground building this movement. Um, all right. Anything else? Any other questions people have? All right. Any other questions? And by the way, um, anyone who doesn't get this and doesn't want to understand it when the, when the facts are so clear, either as part of the intelligence network or they're actively involved in confusing people. All right. So just think about that. The people who knew about our lawsuit, hundreds of millions did, and they do not want to discuss it because it exposes the fact that the government backdoor portal exists. The only question we should all be asking Congress and Elon Musk is when will that backdoor portal be removed? Period, 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 period. All this other stuff. Oh my God, we discovered this. We, we all knew about this. 
two years ago. All right, everyone, be well, but the backdoor government portal needs to go away. Elon Musk is an arm of government. This is all one big ruse. It has nothing to do with ending, with really recognizing that we don't have the First Amendment and winning it back. Go to winbackfreedom.com if you want to learn more about the lawsuit. Go to truthfreedomandhealth.com if you want to be part of the solution. Thank you. Thank you.